0: what's up guys welcome to the inner athlete this is episode number 18 and today i am super fired up to be talking about performance nutrition so whether you are a competitive athlete and you're trying to get to the top level of your sport or you're someone that just goes to the gym because you want to look your best you want to perform your best you want to feel your best i'm hoping to be able to give you guys some details and strategies that are going to matter more for you to get the most out of your time in the gym and i just felt like it was something that I get a ton of questions on and there's just so much confusing confusion out there. And honestly, I just think people are very misled in understanding how the strategies that they're using for their body composition might not be lining up with the strategies, strategies that they need to see the best results in the gym. And so with that being said, I, I want you guys to understand that first and foremost, you have to identify what your goal is meaning why do you work out so why do you work out person number one they go to the gym they want to look their best they want to feel their best they they want it's part of their daily routine like fitness is just part of their life they go to the gym to feel good some days they hit pr some days they don't they've been doing it long enough to know that like not every day is going to be a win but they also don't dwell on anything in terms of the gym. They probably go to the gym, they they enjoy themselves and they they move on. You've got the other person who is more athletic. Maybe they're competitive. Maybe they maybe they don't necessarily compete, but they want to compete and they're trying to really optimize their body's ability to perform. So CrossFit athletes are a perfect example. You've got you know a CrossFit class where you're going to have that handful of people that when they go to the gym, their purpose is like they want to get fitter. They want to in- increase, you know, their their weights and their barbells. They want to decrease their run times. They want to get higher level skills. So those people are really driven to be at the best in their sport. And then you've got the other person that is really trying to change body composition. They really want to see the changes in their body from their hard work. So. Uh, a lot of times these people are, you know, walking sometimes in a calorie deficit. Uh, and so, you know, their main goal is they want to look a certain way. And I say that, you know why why we have to identify the goal is because knowing what the goal is is going to help you tailor your nutritional strategies to support your goal. And hopefully, for those of you guys that maybe don't, really know what your goal is, allow you to feel a little bit at peace that you are probably doing the right things already and don't really need to be worrying so much about what you're eating pre-intra or post-workout. So hopefully that helps you guys out a little bit with that. Now, first and foremost, before I kind of start diving into this a little bit, I want you guys to understand that when when I'm asked the question about performance nutrition and and meal timing around workouts and stuff like that, I'm always going to start with this. What does your overall daily intake look like? Meaning if a person comes to me and they have no idea how much they're eating and they have no quality in their diet, they're just eating whatever they want, what you're eating pre intra, and post-workout does not matter at all. And and maybe a little bit, but in reality, it's the last thing I'm concerned about. So if you guys really have goals and you're willing to put the work in on the pre intra, and post-workout... You have to look at the other 24 or 22 hours of the day, whatever, however long you're in the gym and not in the gym. So first things first, optimizing what you're eating outside of your gym time matters. So are you getting in good quality food, lots of micronutrients, lots of vitamins and minerals, lots of lean proteins, those things matter most. And then quantity of those, are you getting in enough food overall? So people worrying about you know intra and post-workout carbs and protein, Yet they don't even know how many carbs and protein they're getting throughout their day is really not even going to help them if they don't know that stuff. So knowing overall intake is what matters first and foremost. In fact, what most people don't understand is that the 24 hours of nutrition leading up to your workout matters more than what you eat right before you work out. So that's step number one for all cases, whether you are gen pop and you're just going to the gym to feel good, whether you are an athlete or you are looking at aesthetic goals. So, making sure that that stuff is dialed in first. Now, kind of going case by case basis for all of these things, and I'm going to really focus this podcast on performance nutrition. So, um, I want to kind of give a little bit of uh, information on the general pop people, and a little bit of information on the aesthetic focused people, but mostly in in why your nutrition strategies might be a little bit different from the athlete. So, Gen Pop you know, you guys are the ones going to the gym to look good, feel good. You're pretty happy with who you are. You don't really need any specific changes. You just want to feel your best. What matters most for you is identifying individually what makes you feel the best. So some people like going to the gym. They don't really like having a heavy meal in their belly. That's fine. Some people need a little bit of a food because they feel that their blood sugar kind of maybe drops off mid-workout. That's fine. What you have to identify, if your main goal is just to look your best and feel your best, is just to be able to know what feels right to you there is no specific nutritional strategies for that other than ensuring that you are getting in enough overall intake so your nutrition strategy should be focused around your whole day not necessarily those pre-intra or post-workout meals now the only thing i'm going to say is that post-workout really matters for everybody and that whether your goal is health longevity whether your goal is athletic or aesthetic you should all be taking in something post-workout. It might look a little bit different, but there should still be some nutrition taking in post-workout. So for Gen Pop, you, know, you don't really need to worry so much about that you know, post-workout window and making sure you're getting in a carb protein drink if you don't really want to. Optimize, optimizing things, you would be better off, but it's not necessarily necessary. You can very easily probably go home and have your normal breakfast or your normal lunch and feel fine. So it really is going to be up to you and how much you really want to put into that pre intra, or post-workout shake if health and wellness is your main focus. On the the flip side of things, if you are aesthetic focused, what really matters for you around your workout is understand that most of the time with aesthetic goals, you're in a calorie deficit. So I'm going to focus this on those of you guys that are in a fat loss phase. And maybe you are trying to see body composition changes because the time in the gym matters, you have to make sure that you're putting in the intensity in your lifts, in your training, and making sure that you're getting the muscular stimulus. You've got to prioritize your carbohydrates around that workout time. So if you are in a cut and you're unlimited, or what I like to call poverty, poverty, poverty carbs or poverty calories, is you should make sure that the time around your training is supported by carbohydrates. That's going to ensure that you have enough fuel in your body It's going to ensure that you have enough recovery uh, enough carbohydrates to help recover bring your cortisol levels down bring your adrenaline down bring all that stuff down and get you back to regular um, or back to normal so that's what you guys really need to focus on if you are in that cut that's when you should be putting in more carbs around your workout time that also kind of goes into like special cases too so maybe you're not really an athlete but you are somebody that maybe does deal with maybe a high stress job or you have some hormone imbalances Your main focus should be also the same thing, kind of restoring that, you know, we want to make sure we're getting enough glycogen into the body. We're making sure that we're getting enough protein and we're not getting in or that we're bringing those uh, hormone levels back to normal. So those things matter most. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to focus this podcast mostly on the performance side of things. And because I think it can carry over into all three of these categories if you're still using it appropriately for where you're at. So the athlete's going to be probably a little bit more on the, I want to optimize everything. They're going to be doing every 1%, whereas those in the gen pop and the aesthetic focus might be doing some of it um, on a case-by-case basis. But what matters most about, um, I guess I want to talk specifically about the post-workout first is post-workout is important to all of these cases. And your main goal in the post-workout is you want to make sure that you're getting protein shuttled into the muscles. That's gonna help the just to jumpstart the repair function. The repair, I'm sorry, the repair. What's the word I'm looking for? It's gonna help jumpstart repair. You know, you just broke down muscle tissue. It's gonna help get things firing off. It's gonna shuttle amino acids in all that kinds of stuff. But you also need carbohydrates with that, especially if you are an uh, athlete that's doing some kind of a glycolytic sport like CrossFit or even hypertrophy work in the gym um, or even um, some of the endurance uh, endurance. At, endurance athletes as well, you need to make sure you're taking in carbs and protein together. And ideally this would be a very easy to digest carbohydrate and protein. So I personally, myself, I use the first form products, I use the ignition and I also use their formula one protein. It is a very easily digested um, single chain sugar and the formula one protein is an isolate. So it's everything gets shuttled in really quickly. Now that's not necessarily going to be a meal. It does count towards your calories, but usually about an hour later, I'm going to probably be hungry again. So you want to just know that that post-workout is really trying to bring hormones back to normal and all that kind of stuff. And it really matters for all three, but specifically for the athlete, you want to make sure that you're getting in those post-workout nutrients. So let's kind of start diving into this a little bit. So pre-intra post-workout. Well, because I'm already on the post-workout kick, let's just go ahead and start with that all goals like i said you need to be taking in protein and carbs Be athlete specific if you can get in something that's highly diet or easily digested that's going to be optimal next best case scenario is something within an hour no more than an hour and a half which is still going to be something easily digested like maybe it's a meal of like chicken and rice or something along those lines those of you guys in the gen pop might find that a little bit easier too maybe you don't really want to have that post-workout shake going home and having a breakfast egg whites oatmeal something along those lines just to kind of restore some glycogen stores is probably going to be important for you the goal here like i said is once again we want to try and bring cortisol levels down restore glycogen start that recovery process flipping on the other side of things and this is the biggest one i get questions on is pre-workout nutrition so what should i be eating before i work out and this is going to be a, a, this is across the board for all three cases. It really depends on you, and also depends on the time of day you're working out, and if you're doing multiple sessions in a day. So, case number one, the early AM workout, uh, the 5:30 AM, six o'clock AM. You know, you don't want to wake up an extra hour and a half early to try and eat something and and then digest it and all that kinds of stuff. So, you know, I guess before, let me back up a little bit before I start talking about the timing is just as I mentioned, digestion is first and foremost, with your pre-workout, you don't wanna be digesting food while you're working out. That is the worst thing. Uh, For one, digestion does suck some energy, but two, it doesn't feel the best, right? So if I just had, this is personal experience, I had a bowl of oatmeal, which is typically one of my pre-workouts is, and then I had to go do handstand walking and I felt like I was gonna throw up the entire time. So you wanna make sure you have enough time to digest whatever it is you're eating. So the closer to your workout, your meal, the easier digested you're going to want it to be. So as I go back to talking about the early AM workout, you don't want to get up an extra hour and a half early to digest a whole bowl of oatmeal and some eggs and stuff like that. So, you know, some people will go in fasted and they feel fine. Other find that they have a little bit of a blood sugar crash, you know, whatever it might be. If you want to have a little light snack, it's once again, going to be case by case basis and individualized. Now, remind yourself, if you are a gen pop or an athlete, your goal is optimal performance in the gym, so you're not so stressed out about taking in too many calories. Whereas that aesthetic-focused person, because they're probably on limited calories, they may actually want to save those calories for post-workout. That is probably a strategy that they would use to ensure that they are going to stay in their calorie deficit, but still have adequate recovery it really is going to depend on the person that person with the aesthetic goal is probably not primarily so concerned about their fran time if you don't know what fran is it's a fun workout you should do it sometime <laughs> so whatever your strategy is it has to line up with your goal so the other thing is is that if you are somebody that you find that you have a little crash mid-workout you might be someone that does what i will kind of segue into which is an intra workout nutrition or maybe you are the early a.m., this is where that intra-workout nutrition might come into play, is that you know you do your conditioning session, but you normally stay after class and you do some strength. You might be doing the conditioning, taking a little shake or something, sip on something, intra-workout, and then hitting your lips. That's something that could help you, obviously, perform a little bit better in that back end of your training. Pre-workout nutrition for p.m. sessions. This is actually probably a lot easier because at the end of the day, You probably have plenty of fuel in your body. What you eat before you work out probably doesn't matter that much, as long as you don't feel quote unquote hangry. Nobody wants to go into a workout feeling like they can't stop thinking about food. So, making sure that you've had some kind of a snack, that your blood sugar feels regulated somewhere between one and two hours before your training is probably gonna be optimal. If you are a um, strength athlete, I myself find that I feel better when I've had a good amount of food in my body before I lift. So I'll normally, like I said, I'll normally have like about 90 minutes or so before my training session. I like to have a bowl of oats with some formula one protein in it and some creatine. That's kind of like my pre-workout meal of choice to kind of get me fueled up and ready to go for my lift session. Um, intra workout also can matter here and, and we can kind of segue into that is if your session does last longer than two hours, you're going to kind of have multiple pieces you definitely might want to be taking in some intra-workout nutrition. And so for all cases, you want to keep this super easy to digest. So some people will do something like baby food or applesauce packs. Um, Fuel for Fire is great. Once again, I really just stick to what I know works best for me, which is the Formula One and the ignition. I can use it pre-intra or post-workout because it's all pretty simple digested but whatever product you're using, you just want to make sure it feels good. It doesn't leave you feeling heavy. It doesn't leave you feeling like bubbles in your belly that you can actually still focus on what you need to be doing. You want the whole goal of pre and intra workout is to keep you focused and as dialed in as you can on the actual training and not thinking about food or fueling. So that's the goal of those two things. It's not always necessary to have intra But remind yourself if you are an athlete, your goal is optimal, not necessary. So, can I optimize my body's ability to perform right now? Aesthetically, those of you guys that are trying to see cuts, you're probably not going to be worried too much about your intra workout nutrition. You're probably going to be saving those calories for later on in the day to make sure that you're getting in enough whole food. You know, that's the other thing that really matters in terms of pre and intra and post workout nutrition is that oftentimes, they are so easily digested. So they take up calories, but don't really make you feel very satisfied. So if you're a really hungry person by nature, you know, wasting your protein on a shake might not feel the best. So you have to make sure that you look at yourself in that aspect of things too. So hopefully I kind of gave you guys a little bit of an education on, you know, the pre-intra post-workout strategies. At the end of the day, you have to know what your goal is. Now, the next question I get a lot about is, supplementation. And obviously I already kind of gave you a little bit of, of information on my supplements on post-workout and intra, which is going to be, um, I will always do the carb drink. I do ignition. Any kind of uh, branch chain cyclic dextrin would be good as well. I just really like the ignition because it also does have some micronutrients. So I know it's also giving me a good uh, source of um, antioxidants and vitamins and minerals when my body is very sensitive to absorbing them. So that's one of the reasons why I use that. But whatever works best for you uh, in terms of, like I said, individualized ways of getting your pre-post-workout nutrition dialed in. Uh, so carb and protein drink. Creatine is probably one of the most underutilized supplements in non-strength-specific sports. Uh, I will tell you this, creatine is a game-changer in terms of like how I feel in my training, I feel way more focused. My my muscles feel ready to go. So I recommend creatine to everybody. And in fact, there are a lot of neurological components or neurological benefits to taking in creatine. In fact, there have been doing studies on how it's actually helping to um, I shouldn't say it's reversing, but it's actually helping to minimize the effects of Alzheimer's. So it can be a great supplement to kind of add in just to help with brain and, and focus. So um, Creatine is also naturally occurring. It's not really something that is man-made. They have man-made versions of it, obviously, but it's naturally occurring in in red meat. So it's something that we do, we can take in naturally if we're taking in enough red meat. So creatine, protein, uh, carbohydrate, pre-workout supplements are going to be case-by-case basis. It really depends on you. I am very sensitive to caffeine. My pre-workout of choice is going to be always going to be coffee. Um, I don't really do any pre-workout powders. Occasionally, I might do like something like a, a Red Bull or like a Bang or something like that, but only if I really feel the need for it or I don't really feel like having coffee. Uh, so it's going to be case by case. A lot of people will ask me about BCAAs, branch chain amino acids. Uh, I actually have segwayed into or switched from BCAAs to EAAs, essential amino acids. What I've found is um, I'm getting more bang for my buck. So BCAAs are only going to be the four branch chain amino acids where. The essential amino acids are going to be those four that we can't make ourselves, along with the other essentials that we need. So, I get more for the same thing. So, I get the essentials. Uh, electrolytes can be good for those of you guys that sweat a lot. So, um, you know, for my endurance athletes specifically, especially if they're taking in a lot of water, I often will recommend them supplementing with some kind of an electrolyte drink or electrolyte powder. Um, but those are very specific to your actual workout. So protein and carb post-workout, intra-workout, pre-workout, uh, creatine case by case could be pre or post-workout. The EAAs could be intra, could be before, could be throughout the day based on your personality. Electrolytes as well. Caffeine typically is going to be before, uh, another one that I I get a lot of questions about is like beta alanine and glutamine. Those are both good supplements. The beta alanine is what you're going to find in pre-workouts that gives you that little bit of like tingle. So, if you're sensitive to that kinds of stuff, you might not like that. But some people really like the way it makes them feel in terms of strength, in terms of, you know, muscular like endurance and things like that. Um, but those are all like the workout nutritional supplements. When it comes to supplements for everybody, even Gen Pop and athletes and this, it goes back to looking at food as well, right? So, what matters overall throughout the day matters for your nutrition. In terms of your supplementation, what matters overall throughout your day matters most there as well. So I always recommend people taking in a good quality multivitamin and usually we need some kind of a fish oil. A lot of times you can find a multivitamin that does have some omega-3s in it. So I personally use the MicroFactor, but but um, whatever you're using, you just want to make sure that you're getting a pharmaceutical grade or something that's FDA approved. So just make sure that you're getting a good quality there. And I would recommend that for everybody, whatever your goal is, especially if you are that person that's in that aesthetic category and you are looking for um, specific body composition goals that are putting you in a big cut, because oftentimes you're probably going to be missing out on some nutrition. So you want to make sure that you're kind of covering all the bases in terms of that. Now, I really want to dive into those of you guys that do have athletic goals, because I think that we often forget that it's really easy to get caught up in what other people are doing around us and or not doing and maybe looking at, you know, yourself in the same shoes as they are in. And you have to remember that your main goal as an athlete, and if you're looking for performance nutrition, is optimizing every piece you can. So first and foremost, if your overall nutrition intake is good, you've got those things dialed in, and you're looking for the next thing, and it comes to pre-intra and post-workout nutrition, I want you to remember this one thing optimal over necessary meaning it is not always necessary to have an intra workout carb drink you might be fine without it however it might optimize your body's ability to finish your session a little bit stronger and i say this because it's really easy to get caught up in what's necessary versus what's optimal and to perform your best, sometimes you are going to be walking that fine line of like taking in too much. And it's why I can remember Jason Phillips, my, my one of my first nutrition coaches, saying to me, you know, like, I'm going to probably take your abs, but I'm going to give them back to you. And what he meant by that is that during the CrossFit game season, his main focus was not making sure that I stayed lean. His main focus was making sure that I was re- recovering and ready for my next session. So if you are an athlete and you are looking to perform your best, you have to remind yourself that optimizing is more important than necessary. And that's going to be very different from those of you guys that are in that gen pop or that aesthetic goal um, category, because the gen pop sometimes are going to feel great. Sometimes they might not feel so bad, but they're not going to beat themselves up over it. And the aesthetic goal person is probably going to a lot of times feel like crap, but they know why. And they know that they're not going to be living there forever. So you have to look at yourself a little bit differently. And that means things like your post-workout shake, as much as it's just calories that are going to go in, that's okay. And if you're hungry later, that's also okay. You're probably going to need to eat a little bit more. So it's important to know where you are on your journey and what your main goal is. And that's why I started this podcast by identifying that. And I know that it can be a really hard thing to, to kind of recognize but it's also important for those of you guys that maybe are in that category of like the gen pop or the aesthetic goal, but you also have this gray area of where you want to perform well, it doesn't mean you can't have all three. You just usually can't have all three at the same time. And so what I like you guys to look at is maybe you are spending you know, some time really trying to optimize performance and, and feeling good. Maybe you are spending some time knowing that that performance isn't your main goal. So it may or might not be good that day. And maybe sometimes you're spending time just not caring about either. And, and the way to look at that is I call it like the gray area. So maybe you're, I'm going to relate it to CrossFit. Maybe you're a CrossFit athlete and you athletically go to the gym and you and you like to see better numbers on your uh, on your workout times, on your lifts. You want to see higher number of pull-ups, lower numbers on runs. But you're not necessarily like looking to compete, or you're not really looking to like optimize your performance all the time. You really are more of a Gen Pop. But maybe there is like one or two workouts a week where you're like, I really want to do really well on that workout, or I really want to be able to PR my back squat after we finish the cycle. That might be where you're like really the the day leading up to it and going into that day, really focusing in on some of these performance nutrition related strategies doesn't have to be all the time. You might be picking those days and those time periods when it matters. Or maybe you do sign up for your first competition and and maybe you're not really looking to be so dialed in on every training session, but you want to really focus on that that competition week being super dialed in, you know, and I can do a whole nother podcast on, you know, the week of competition and competition nutrition, but this is more so wanted you guys to get into an idea of like what the day to day of an athlete nutrition should be focused on. So hopefully that helps give you guys a little bit of education, maybe a little bit of direction. And at the end of the day, I wish I can give you more specifics, but everything that I do and everything that you guys should all be doing should be a case-by-case basis and, and understanding where that person's at and what foods work best with them and what strategies work best with them. And a lot of people will have similar strategies and similar food choices, but it all comes down to finding out what works best for you. Thank you so much for listening. And as as always, if you guys have any questions or anything that you want to know more about, please feel free to shoot me a message. Uh, There's an email address in my show notes. You can always reach out to me on social media, whether it's Instagram or Facebook, whatever works best. I just want to know how I can help you guys more. I truly do love bringing value to you guys through this podcast. So please subscribe, share it with your friends. Uh, Let me know if there's anything else you guys need details with. And we are approaching the very last week of the year. So hopefully you guys have an amazing holiday and I will talk to you guys next week.